0: ask what people want to hear the most about on the podcast, I'm surprised at how many people say how to deal with negative or toxic people. Whether it's someone at work or another mom at school or a family member, oftentimes we find ourselves in life situations where we have to deal with someone who is negative and complaining or toxic and judgmental. I hesitated to do this podcast because I really like to put positive topics out into the world, but then I realized This is actually so positive. We're going to talk about how to deal with negative or toxic people by not giving them the energy. As Tony Robbins says, energy flows where attention goes. We don't always have the choice of who is around us, but we for sure have the choice of how much we let them affect us. We are having a positive talk about how to be awesome at dealing with negative people. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Woo, I'm ready for this one. Are you ready for this one? We are talking about negative people, people who are judgmental or toxic or rude or say hurtful things or do hurtful things or just, you know, a big drain bummer to be around. That's what we're talking about because we can't live in a bubble and we can't always control the situations and the people around us, but we can control how much it affects us. So today we are talking about how to deal with all of it, how to be awesome at dealing with negative, toxic, depressing, complaining people and still come out happy after a conversation with them or an interaction with them, right? Let's get into two examples that I heard the most around this topic. I was so shocked when I threw out there, hey, what should I do more podcasts about? Because, you know, I kind of jump around different life hacks, different things I've learned. And so many people said how to deal with negative people. And maybe you are, maybe you have family members or you have, I had a couple people message me that had their husband's family was negative and really, really hard on them and hard to deal with. And I can't imagine how paralyzing. That can feel, especially if it's more than one person with similar thoughts and people kind of um, being harsh with you and getting down on you. If you're just trying to do your best, work hard, be happy, be positive, it's tough. So that's what we're getting into today. The two most common examples I heard the most people talking about are a negative coworker because a lot of times you can't control that. You, it's your coworker. They work close to you. You have to be around them. And a negative mom at school. So it's kind of a similar situation. A lot of times you're in a similar, you know, you're in a similar circle and you're doing things for your kids. And so it's difficult to avoid, especially if they're the type that are out there being loud and being rude and creating problems. And it's difficult to stay out of their war path, right? So let me tell you, what we're going to talk about in this podcast are a whole bunch of different things. We're talking about not giving it power. We're going to talk about negativity on social media. We're going to talk about staying in a good headspace, your own self confidence, and not comparing yourself to other people. We're going to talk about not blaming other people and accepting fault. All these things, right? We are getting into it. But in general, this is what I do I just don't let it get me going. Now, that's so much easier said than done. But I promise you, at the end of this podcast, you will at least feel a little bit more power, you know, when you're in those situations. I just don't let it get me going. I'm not out there talking about how ridiculous this or that was because I know energy flows where attention goes and it's hard not to. Like when things like this happen, it's effed up and you want to talk to other moms at school and tell them, or you want to talk to the teachers or you want to, you want to talk about, you want to call your sister on the way home and tell her how ridiculous and how rude this person is. But listen, you can't get that time back. The time that you've spent putting towards this thing that already happened that you can't control is time taken away from something else, you know? I learned it at college at San Diego State University, Economics 101, day one. Anything you spend a dollar on is something else you're not spending a dollar on. And I think about that. I think about every every minute I spend doing something is a minute I'm not doing something else. So if you think about it that way, you're they're winning. They're completely winning. They're getting you razzed up and energy towards it. And even though... You're talking about how ridiculous it is, and you know, you're talking about the interaction or the person negatively, you still lose because it's taking up your time, it's getting you going. And I'm telling you, energy flows where attention goes. I am so laser focused on what I give my attention to these days, and I wish I could have told my younger self this. I feel like I would have just saved myself so much heartache. Because we default into dwelling and talking about what happens, especially if it's negative. Isn't it so interesting that it's so much more kind of juicy and tempting to talk about something negative that happened in your day rather than something positive? It takes real mental strength and conditioning. And I'm telling you, I have conditioned myself to not give it energy. You know, even if it's kind of tempting and a little bit juicy at times, still, I just I just don't give it the power because if it's negative or toxic or complaining or rude or ruthless or hurtful, I already had to live through it and, and those minutes I can't get back. Why am I going to invite it back in my life and back in my circle over and over again to keep talking about and manifesting? I can't control what that mom said on the playground. I can't control it, but I can control how it affects me. And my house, and my happiness, and my vibe, and my headspace, and how I get wrapped up in it, and before you know, I'm not doing all the positive stuff I want to be doing because I'm replaying the effed up thing she did. What a waste of time. Same thing goes with a coworker. Maybe you have a coworker who's just whatever it is, saying toxic things and 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 being jealous and spreading lies and little rumors or toxic in whatever way that person is. But here's the thing. By giving it energy, you're getting yourself going. And I just don't let it get me going, honestly. So different situations, of course, I will react differently to. But usually, I just don't let them get me heated. Even if your reaction is to scream, I just don't let it get me heated. And in that moment, of the interaction if it's something that's happening like one on one between me and someone like it takes the it takes the air out of their balloon because whatever they're doing they expect a reaction that's proportional to what they're doing but I just don't give them that reaction. I control my thoughts, I control my emotions. I realize I don't care what they think of me as much as what I think of myself. Just to, everyone is going to care to some degree what people think of them. We're human. But in general, if, it, if it's someone that I know is negative or has bad intentions or is hurtful or is unkind, I have headphones in like you wouldn't believe. And I'm not even un- unkind back because that takes more energy. I literally just have headphones in either depending on the situation. I either ignore it. I have a very limited response and I just bounce out of that situation or I'll stop the person like super kindly. I can see where this is going. I understand and appreciate how you feel, but this is not something I'm up for. This is not a conversation I want to engage in. This is not how I interact with people. This is not how I do things. I'm out. I leave the situation. I don't get fired up. I don't get razzed. If someone's telling me a story, and of course, if it's a friend and and they're telling you something that upset them. And I, I, of course, I, I listen and I tell them my thoughts, but my reaction to them tell, retelling me the story is exactly this. Listen, I am so sorry that was effed up. You are an awesome person and you don't deserve this. But the one more minute that we spend talking about it is a waste of our time because we're awesome, happy, positive people trying to put positive energy into the world. And every minute we talk about the toxic thing that just happened is one less minute we can just be out there being positive and awesome. So that's how in the practical, in the here and now, in the real time. Now, of course, they get, this gets more complicated if it's not just um, another parent at school or a coworker that you don't have to go home to. But if it's a, a family member or an extended family member, that gets a lot more difficult. For me, I try to limit the interaction. So if it's someone that you can limit the amount of times you talk to them and it's always gonna be better, right? Like if you're not talk if you're talking to them, you know, 10 times a week now and you go to talking to them two times a week, it's a lot less negativity coming your way and they maybe will be less likely to be negative just because they don't have as much time with you, right? If it's someone that you can't as much control the time with. You just have to get in that mental headspace. You have to figure out what response works for you that doesn't get you fired up, that makes you feel good, and you're in your own headspace and you're confident enough to where even if even if their language is just like, I don't know, borderline abusive, you know when people just try to tear you down or say the meanest possible things that they could ever say to you. You have to have that internal strength, that internal confidence that says, you know what? No matter what, I care more about what I think about me than what anybody else, especially them, than what they think about me. When you start caring too much about something, you give it power and fuel. And if it's negative, it's game over. You give it power. You gave it the power. If you start caring too much, I'm telling you, if it's negative, it's game over. When you start not listening to anyone, even if it's a family member, if it's negative and you don't need it, I'm telling you, that is when things get real. I am so happy because I can't hear a negative thing. I mean, of course, I hear negative things, but really like deep in my soul, what I think about when I go to bed, what I think about when I wake up, when I think about when I'm running on the treadmill, my back isn't hurt, I am thinking I can't hear I can't hear a thing. I am so happy because I can't hear a thing. It's all about self-awareness and not caring what other people think. I just, I've reached a point and I'm telling you, I haven't, it's really just been in the last full year, maybe two years that I've gotten to this place where I'm like, listen, hey, I'm out here living my life for me and nobody else. So it's just not possible for you to, Completely bring me down. You know, like I said, everyone cares to some level of what other people think of them But here's the thing you just don't let it stop you. You don't let it take over your mind or your day I have so much self-confidence and so much positive talk in my head They can't penetrate it and that's the key I'm telling you if you hear anything in this podcast hear this You have to have so much confidence and so much positive talk in your own head. It's not possible for them to penetrate it Not possible Also, you got to surround yourself with the right people. You know, I feel like when I'm off, like when I'm just not happy, I'm in a funk, I switch it up. I switch up what I'm listening to and who I'm talking to that you will be so much happier if you are spending your time with happy people. Bottom line, simple as that. Audit your close circle. Audit who you talk to the most and who you spend the most time with. How many of those people are negative and complaining and toxic, and how many of those people are just happy? Let's talk about social media because I know when people think about oh toxic things, they think about trolls online or even people who are not trolling, but people who are just leaving negative comments and and putting negative stuff into the world. Here's my take on it: If someone is taking the time to consume your content and leave a negative comment, I genuinely feel compassion and I feel badly for them. Like I feel badly for them. My reaction is not like, "F you, that's, that's so just, no, my, my reaction, what I actually mean is think about how much it would suck to be in their shoes. Like not in a, I'm not being like in a mocking way at all. Think about how much it would suck to be in, in their place in life with, where they're hurting so much inside that they want to drag someone else down. I actually feel like warmth and compassion for them because, man, I see that negative comment. It stings a little. I get to move on with my day, but they are living in this headspace. Like, I'm telling you, I, even though my instant reaction could be like that sting, like, whoa, back down, that only lasts for an instant for me because I just really feel, gosh, that is. That is just such a sad place to be, to be hurting inside so much that you took the time to consume my content, league of a negative or hateful or something that was just meant to be like vicious and mean comment. And you know what? That's exactly how I respond. I say, Thank you for taking the time to consume my content and respond. I'm sorry it came across that way. That was never my intention. Like if someone's saying I seem out of touch or whatever, um, I that was not my intention. I'm sorry it came across that way. I hope you have a great day. And I genuinely mean it. I'm not mocking them. I'm not being rude. I'm in a good place. That comment's not gonna ruin my day. It's not gonna be the summary of my day. When my husband comes home and asks how my day is, that's not one of the things I'm gonna bring up because I'm just not giving it attention. I'm not giving it power. And here's the thing. It doesn't mean anything anyways. On social media, people see what, 1% of your actual life and that's what they're commenting on? Who cares? It just doesn't matter. They don't know you enough anyways. And beyond that, negative comments, it just doesn't mean anything. This whole conversation really comes down to your headspace. And I really believe you find what you're looking for. If you're looking for negativity, you find it. If you're looking for positivity, you find it. And all of the like sadness and personal suffering that we have in our lives or we've had in our past, it's all in our control, you know? Because it's the meaning that we give to things that happen to us or things that people say to us. And to me, the most important decision that you make is the state of mind that you live in, you know? Because the state of mind in your that you live in creates your reality. We're going along, you know, trucking along and different things happen to us. And it's the state of mind that we live in that translates what happens to us. We completely control it. And listen, life's about alternatives. There's so much negative and complaining and unhappiness, but you always have a choice. I can't believe how many people complain about their job every single day. And I don't have a choice. I'm stuck. I have no listen, there's so many options. There are so many options. If you're doing something every day that makes you unhappy, you have a choice and you need to change it. If you're one of these negative people, sometimes make the changes to be happy. I'm telling you, you have to, you have to be very conscious about it. To be happy, you have to watch your mind all day long. You have to watch your own thoughts and, you know, think about things. And I've thought about things lately and, and thought, hey, does this thought actually like serve me anymore? Why am I thinking this? And then I shift my mind. I shift my body. I like doing like a physical change too. Like, all right, if, if I find myself kind of in a funk, let's get up. Let's move around. Let's get some sunshine. Let's get outside, let's smile more let's interact let's do something physical let's you know let's do jumping jacks let's get a workout in i just think that that physical change can lead to a mental change and life is an energy game we got to get away from negative energy talk to negative people like 3 times a month instead of 3 times a day it will completely transform your headspace and for people who post about negative things if that's your headspace and that's what you're putting out there you've lost. That's it. You're giving it power. You've lost. All right. Let's get into self control, self-confidence, because I think that self-confidence is so important when it comes to this whole conversation. Any second you spend thinking about what someone else has is a second you take away from creating something in yourself, you know, and talking about self-confidence and comparing ourselves to others and, It's natural to see what other people are doing and kind of compare our daily life or where they do versus what we do. But I'm telling you, true self-confidence means valuing my own opinion about myself more than anybody else. And really being very careful with social media and that you're not going on just constantly seeing what everyone else has or what everyone else is doing and comparing yourself. Because we're trying to build true, deep self-confidence here. And I think that that can really hurt it. Another important thing to to think about in this whole conversation is about accepting fault. My default used to be, like in business, I've run a big team at times. So say I'm running a team of 25 people. Things are going wrong every day. I mean, at this point, I'm basically like a firefighter, not an entrepreneur, not a business owner, but that's what I signed up for. But I realize now When things would go wrong, I would be like, gosh, we talked about this. How did she not, how did she completely send this email blast out to 50,000 people wrong? How could she like just blame, right? It's just, I was not accepting any amount of fault. I was just blaming. And I realize now, and again, just in the last couple of years and in researching this and reading and listening to so much more about this topic is, God, that was so negative and it didn't serve anyone. And now I almost go in the other direction and say, I, everything is my fault. Like it's actually incredibly positive and powerful because you have control and you can be flexible. There's no more blaming. You know what I mean? I, I just adjust and I realize I probably should have given her better direction. I should have written it out. I should have emailed it. I should have asked for her to send me the email in a, uh, like a sample email first before it went out to 50,000 people. Rather than blaming, I control my headspace and I say, hey, you know what? Maybe it was my fault. It sounds weird to take on things like they're your fault when they might not really be your fault, but it's just very powerful and positive. And what it does is it takes away that whole like sense of other people have control over you. You know, like, listen, I I have control over it. I could have prevented that problem in some way. Stop blaming, accept fault. I think that knowing that you're in charge, it's just, it's very powerful. I'm telling you, there is something so powerful about not getting, sorry, start over again. I'm telling you, there is something so powerful about not giving energy to the negative and the toxic people. Even when you can't erase someone from your life, you can limit your interaction with them. And limit how much they do or say how much it actually affects you. You're actually totally in control. You control your own headspace. You control what you spend time thinking about. And listen, you've won. It doesn't matter how negative or how awful or how brutal or how, you know, mentally draining this person is. If you don't let them affect you, you've won. We can't always put ourselves in the perfect situations all the time, but we can prep our minds so when toxic energy comes our way, we are so happy and we are so confident and we are so awesome, it simply doesn't affect us. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope this podcast means a lot to you and I hope that it changes the way you think. I hope that when negativity comes your way, you don't give it power, you know? And you just remember, energy flows where attention goes and you have the control. You control your headspace and you can, can you surround yourself with the people that you wanna be around, that you're spending your time with happy people and you remember that you find what you're looking for. If you're looking for negativity, you find it. If you're looking for positivity, you find it. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control the state of mind that you live in. And friends, let's choose that state of mind to be happy and positive and uplifting because that's what it's all about, right? Thank you so much for listening. I love this time with you a couple times a week please ping me on Instagram let me know what you thought about this episode and I will talk to you soon thanks for listening to the How to be awesome at everything podcast For more info about today's episode and all past episodes head over to how to be awesome at everything.com where we break it all down tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud until next time go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.